0: the founding of the future this is the way this is the way
1: Everyone, welcome to another episode of Empire Radio. I'm Drew,
2: I'm Jeremiah, and I'm Andrew.
1: And today we have an amazing episode of Mandalorian. This is still season two, chapter 12, The Siege, and that's what we're going over today. So I'm really excited for this episode. We have a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of things to go over, and I'm really excited for this. So, me too. I don't know about you guys, but
2: yeah, one might say that I am also excited. Yes. <laughs> okay that's all i needed to hear
1: sweet so i think without further ado andrew's going to talk about our giveaway um like yeah if you guys don't know we have a giveaway pretty much every single week right now and if you guys aren't trying to win that i don't know what you're doing but you gotta you gotta do it and so who was our winner last week um it was announced yesterday on our instagram andrew do you remember the yes. gentleman's name
2: I want to. I'm going to look it up really quickly because I want to make sure I get his name correct. Um, but while I'm doing that, uh, like Drew said, we are doing giveaways. And that is because we're being sponsored mm-hmm. by cufflinks.com, who you, you will hear more about in just a moment. Um, but we are giving away some really, really um, awesome Star Wars related apparel and accessories. Um, like for instance, some of the, uh, things that we've given away so far have been a lapel pin. Those are always great. A tie, uh, as of yesterday. And then the second giveaway that we did was for a pair of socks, um, which actually wore all day yesterday again. And they, they were lovely. They were lovely socks, (laughs) not the ones that we gave away, but I have the same. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so Tom Trumbly from Connecticut, um, was our winner from yesterday. So here's the thing. Uh, these these giveaways actually work. There are actually winners. And you can actually, I mean, you actually have a chance to win. Um, and so head over to our Instagram. There is a link in our bio. There's also going to be a link uh, on our Facebook page as well. Um, there's a post. It shows you what you can win. Uh, it shows you the socks that you can win this time. And uh, they are Darth Vader Argyle socks. So if you're someone who loves a good uh, Argyle print with your business attire. Good news for you. It's even gotcha. better because it's got it. We got gotcha you <laughs> because it's got Darth Vader in it. So it's, it's the, the print that you know and love, but with Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you want a really, really great pair of uh, Darth Vader socks to wear to your next wedding, to your next formal event, or just to the office, this is, this is your chance. So again, uh, it, the link is on our Instagram and our Facebook. And you can uh, find us on both websites under the handle Empire Radio Podcast. All one word, no capitals, nothing. Just Empire Radio Podcast. Straightforward. Um, so go ahead, go over there, click the link. And there are four easy ways that you can accumulate entries into each of the giveaways. The giveaway started tonight at the time of recording this. Uh, on Friday, November. Today is what the 20th. the twentieth. Correct. At eight PM Eastern Standard. So we are currently almost an hour in at the time of recording this yeah. to our fourth giveaway, um, and it will go until next Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, twenty twenty, uh, at eight. Yep, at eight PM Eastern Standard. So they always start on Friday at eight PM Eastern Standard. They go to the following Thursday at eight PM. And then we pick our new winner. Awesome. Um, if really quickly, if you have already entered a giveaway, or even if you've won, and you want what we're doing, what we're giving away, you know, one of the weeks, you do need to re-enter. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't just enter all of them, but
1: just do it. it yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
2: If there's something you really like, you should definitely you you need to re-enter because uh, we need a fresh pool of entries every time. And uh, we've been doing a lot of talking about the giveaway. So let's just take a quick moment before we get into the episode and hear about a word from Cufflinks um, so you can get a little bit more context about the products they make and the people who are sponsoring us. Take a listen. Hey everyone, Andrew here with a word from the sponsor of today's episode, Cufflinks.com. If you didn't know, Cufflinks.com is the premium men's accessory marketplace, and they offer a wide array of products, including cufflinks, ties, lapel pins, and much more. The awesome thing about Cufflinks.com is that they partnered with popular brands like Star Wars to bring you exclusive, officially licensed products. They're even coming out with new Star Wars products surrounding the release of The Mandalorian Season 2 that you're not going to want to miss. This means that you can add a dapper Star Wars element to all of your formal outfits. Want to snag something awesome for yourself? Well, put in the code EMPIRE15, that's with a capital E and no space, at checkout, and you'll receive 15% off your order with no minimum purchase. Still not convinced? Well, cufflinks.com offers incredible customer service. Free shipping on orders over $100 and one-to-five-day delivery anywhere in the United States. Trust me, there's no way you could have a bad feeling about making your next purchase at CuffLinks.com.
1: Yeah, so go check out CuffLinks.com and don't forget to use our promo code EMPIRE15 and that's with a capital E at checkout. Yep, yep. All right, real quick, I still want to kind of mention, um, I don't know if you saw Andrew, but on our Instagram, someone commented about our last giveaway and they said it looked like toilet paper. Uh
0: fun fact, that was my first roommate in college that made that comment. Oh.
1: So, so I I just thought that was super funny. I wanted to shout that out on yeah, the
0: podcast. because it was
2: a it was a rolled up tie. It was a roll up tie. It looked like it, Come was, on. it, it was It I, was
0: I mean, pretty funny. It, <laughs> it is funny. a it is a rough year, so if it it could <laughs> be reusable toilet paper if True. You know. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding jk lowell yeah, ha, ha, ha,
1: well actually though the tie that you're gonna no. replace with the tie that you just got the one that you're gonna throw away yeah you could use that one
0: yeah use your old crappy tie not from yeah, cufflinks.com. Not from Cufflinks. have i
2: guys have have i ever shown you guys my star wars tie um Nah, not if it's not from Cufflinks.com, I yeah. don't really want to see it. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. Oh. It's not from Cufflinks.com. Like, it's. I think old. you
0: mentioned it wasn't it like all like really cheesy,
2: cor- cartoony or something like. No, it's not cartoony, but it's it's just very big and in your face. Like, like the characters, tie. it's not a clown tie, but it's not. It was back from the era where ties were a lot wider. <laughs> oh, it's a and fat tie. It's m- colorful too. Yeah. Mm. Whoa. So, I did wear it once and I've not worn it again because I can't actually like for those of you that are wondering the cufflink stuff like when we talk about if you haven't gone to their website and checked out their stuff you sh- you really should because sometimes when you talk about merging uh formal attire with uh like different brands sometimes it gets really bad. Like sometimes you have stuff that like sure it's a tie but you can't actually wear it. Yeah. But like this stuff is formal and it looks really nice and it still has all the Star Wars elements that you could expect. But my tie is the opposite of that. I'm not going to get it right now, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll post post it on our Instagram story That'd later at some yeah, point. You should
1: compare to like Cuffling's tie and that tie. You know what not to buy this tie.
2: It's it's a pretty stark difference. All right, <laughs> all right. Anyways, anyway, you came here all right. for the Mandalorian.
0: Yes,
1: not oh. Thai talk, not not yeah. not
2: Thai talk. That's our that's that's our upcoming podcast for twenty twenty one called Thai Talk. <laughs> Empire Radio presents Thai Talk,
1: mm.
2: and it's not about Thai fighters. Is actually no, I'm joking. It's we're not doing. They that. They need to have a a tie hey, sh- with Thai fighters as
0: like the symbol on it. That'd be cool. A Thai tie.
2: You know what's crazy? <laughs> if a boxer was wearing it, and he was from Thailand. He would be wearing. He would be a Thai fighter, wearing a Thai fighter tie. Bum, I'll be here all night. Bum, 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 <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> like and, if he did and, if he did muay thai, he's a tie fighter.
1: Ooh. You know. See, I like that 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 boxer. Isn't that isn't that oh, what, I mean, uh, you what I'm saying?
0: Isn't that the kind of fight fighting style that Jar does? Muay Thai, muay muay Thai. Get out. Oh! <laughs>
1: hey <laughs> you guys are like you're we're on
0: fire comedian. we're on fire tonight dang this is all you guys right.
1: are not stand-up comedians <sighs> you prefer sitting yeah we
0: clearly. are sitting. um yeah. all, right, all right all right let's get Mandalorian. so the siege <laughs> the siege okay. the siege chapter 12 the siege now the siege. what what are your guys's overall thoughts of this episode muy, muy. well okay fine i'll start with drew your favorite Ooh. Star Wars character of all time was in this episode. Did he? She was
1: yeah. not that bad. He was not that. Your bad. favorite right. character, right? He I wasn't was that bad I liked him. Episode. I was. I was okay with him. I like. I think him in it's because he could only see out of one eye, so he was a little less passive. He wasn't really happy with life because he could only see out of one eye. Well,
0: he was in so, three hundred fifty years of debt. So. Exactly. There's only so, so much he can do.
1: So, so he he. He felt like more like a a Star Wars character this go-around than last go-around. So I do appreciate it. I might buy the Funko Pop. Good. Actually, probably not probably not. Jeremiah, I'm still waiting for you to buy it for me for Christmas. Um, (laughs) (laughs) right, but but anyways, overall, I loved the episode. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I kind of, we all predicted it from last episode of the the Empire Radio that this is kind of what we assumed was going to happen, that they're going to land on... Why, Navarro. Navarro Navara. 7. They're going to land on Navarro 7, meet up with their buddies, and maybe do something or just fix the ship. And they kind of did all that. And we learned so much about lore to come, future things, tie ins to movies that make other movies potentially better. Yep. And I think it's really cool. And I'm really excited to see what they go about like I have a bunch of stuff that I'm going to mention I don't want to mention it at all but I really did really enjoy this episode Um, I don't know if I liked it more than the last episode they're kind of I-, I like them both like the last episode was just like I don't know they're up in the air did you guys not like this one as much as last episode
0: last episode was but, better than this one but they're two completely different things like
2: yeah that's what I was that's why I was kind of yeah, confused yeah, because no. <clears throat> because you know
1: I like the last episode more. I'm just saying, like, there it was good though. It wasn't like right. It wasn't like episode two. You right. know what I mean? Like, episode two is very much like building episode three, and this one was a standalone episode, but like it was still progressive story though.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: And I yeah, really I was
2: gonna it. say my I really enjoyed it too, and this is this is the this is the way no pun intended
0: mm-hmm. that
2: you I, I, I cringed the second that left my mouth cause I wasn't actually trying <laughs> to make a joke, but this is kind of a masterclass in creating a filler episode. That has a lot of purpose, right? You know, because a lot of, uh, I, ispe- oh my gosh, especially in anime. Good lord, it's the worst in anime. Oh, you get dude, a Dragon
1: Ball Z, the first Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. Not you'll
2: whatever. get a fi- you'll get a filler arc that might even be really cool, but then it ends and the show is not like it doesn't develop at all. It, like it's it's, a it's an isolated art, but, thing. Yeah. The filler
1: arc, but like
2: yeah, but this is this is. The correct way to to pace, like you, okay, sure. We can't give people what they want it right away. Maybe we need to may- wait an episode or two to give them Ahsoka. Sure, he has to stop along the way, but there's significance here that transcends just a single episode. Like, sure, it's its own contained story, but the implications of it are much larger. And I think, I think that they did a phenomenal job of taking a detour while simultaneously building the overall narrative of, of the season two. So I, I really enjoyed it. I, there wasn't anything about this episode that I didn't like. I mean, it's, uh, it's not the episode three, you know, chapter 11, but that, uh, but that's to be expected because Mm -hmm. we don't have a heavy hitting cameo. You know, the action is different by nature than it was, yeah. you know, some of the fighting that we saw in right. chapter eleven.
1: The dog but fight.
2: I loved it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean like I, mean, like, we'll I liked all of it. Yeah. I mean, even the stuff at the beginning with Kara Dune, like really creative choreography. I really I really enjoyed that too. So yeah, I loved it. And I loved that they brought back the X Wing Pilot character from right. Kim's Convenience yeah I feel yeah. like
1: he's gonna be traveling throughout this whole thing. Cause well, like, that's
2: good because yeah, well, I, I, yeah just we'll just inter- I just watched an interview um randomly on youtube i came across it, and I didn't know this, but he's like a mega star wars nerd he cosplays mm-hmm. profession well yep. a, as professionally as you can be you know <laughs> as a profession. cosplayer yeah you know like he he's a a very good cosplayer he knows his lore and everything, and he was telling the story. I love him as an actor too like he's a great actor. And, um, he, he was telling the story about how he knows Deborah Cho, uh, Chow, 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 Chow. Chow. So I get that wrong every time, but he knows Deborah and, uh, she, they were in the same city at a point and he texted her and just to say, Hey, or whatever. And she, she was like, yeah, actually Dave wants to write a part for you. He likes, she was an actor and he wants to write a part. And so he wrote, you know, this, this new Republic captain, X-wing captain part, and uh, he said, this is going to be really cool. He said when he went on set to f- to film the part for chapter 10. Yeah, 10. He, they were still painting his helmet. So oh, while they were doing cool. some, of the ini- some of the initial stuff, they gave him a stand-in helmet. So they pull it out. And he recognizes the pattern instantly. And it's Biggs' helmet from A New Hope. And he looks oh. and he picks it up. And he's like, "This is this is Biggs' this is Biggs's helmet." And they're like, "Yeah, how did you know that?" And he was like, "Well, one, I'm a nerd. I just, <laughs> you know, he's a, but he's a cosplayer too, so he 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 really, pay, you know, he has that attention to detail." And lo and behold, it was the same. It wasn't a replica. It was the helmet from A New Hope. Dude, that's what I like Million dollars, yeah. dude. Yep and he got to wear it as a stand-in helmet until his was done being painted and he said he put it on and he just started crying because like he's he's Dude, wearing the helmet not, he's getting yeah. he's getting to sit in an X-Wing cockpit i mean like so i just love that he's there like i love that even if it's a minor role i i love that his character's there right
1: do you think if any three of us were able to do that would you cry too
2: i don't know if i would cry but i mean like i would be Dude, I'll be so dude, hard, dude, I would be crying
1: I think I'd be fine. <laughs> be
0: I think it would be fine, but if it was, like, the episode where Ahsoka shows up and, like, Ash- would- Ashley Eckstein is, like, there next to, like, Rosario Dawson in makeup. I love how Jeremiah's, like,
2: like, Rosario Dawson in full makeup wouldn't be enough. Right.
0: But if it Ashley Eckstein yeah. Like there, yeah. like, I, I've thought about this. This is really kind of nerdy. Like, if I, like, went to, like, a Comic-Con wait, or, wait. like, Star Wars celebration or something, no like, when, when someday yes. Like I'm kind of going walking on, and I'm like I kind of see I see Ashley Eckstein, like often like off to the side, but no one realizes she's there. I will kind of like want to walk up to make eye contact, and she make eye contact with me, and be like, "Anakin Skywalker was weak. I destroyed him." And Then have her do Ahsoka's line, and be like, "Well, then I will avenge his death." And then I'd be like revenge is not the jedi way and then she'd be would like, just
1: like full-on start acting. i am no
2: jedi okay and that'd but be like what if the she... best moment of my life right there yeah but what if, what if first what if she what if she didn't catch on what if she like she's like yeah actually he was kind of weak and you're like wait what i don't <laughs> care <laughs> that would <was> be <pretty> fun
0: <laughs> but anyway
1: jeremiah did you did you real quick um did you see that she's signing lightsabers at Galaxy's Edge? I did not see that Orlando, and no. she signed seven hundred yesterday morning. And you could go and pick one up with her autograph. I did I was going to send that. it to you, but then I feel like it would have made you mad. Well, I wouldn't be
0: mad because I don't care about my memorabilia. So,
1: But if it had her autograph on it, same. Oh, okay, All you right.
0: could you could have signed it. It would been the same
2: to me. Wow. Drew, you could take that as a compliment.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a compliment. I'm taking it from a
2: certain point of view. Because
1: yeah. He loves me so much; he wants my handwriting on things. That's yeah, the I don't way. want
2: that's any handwriting. I, mean. hand I just don't yep. care about that's, that's what that means. Uh,
1: No, no, we'll just leave it at that. We're gonna leave it at All that. Right. Anyways, anyway, uh, anyway, my Drew, overall my, you didn't tell us.
0: yeah, yes, my overall. I really liked it. In the uh, same kind of thoughts that Andrew had about, you know, it, it was kind of like a side mission, but it added a lot of purpose. That's going to push the story forward. Andrew, and, or Drew. Andrew, oh yeah, okay. me. I said that well, you did, but Andrew kinda like went into a lot more detail than you was <laughs> um, uh, no, I was gonna say, oh, yeah, I like how it's it's going to um set up uh the rest of the story, but also it's it's painting a picture of how it's it could be making the sequel trilogy better um and. Yeah. You know, if if it's going to start filling in details for us, the background information, I think that's going to really make the sequel trilogy a lot better. Um, And I'm excited for that. But I still hope that it kind of doesn't become a prequel series for the sequel trilogy. I just wanted
2: to add some context to it to make it better. Okay, so you hit on something that I, I started to feel with the last episode. And that is, I I don't want it to get. I don't want the Mandalorian to get too absorbed into the Skywalker saga, right? Right. Because we have these these moments in the Star Wars timeline, as defined by the sky the canon Skywalker saga, that are inevitable. Like we know that there's certain things are going to happen, and so if the focus becomes about stopping, you know, the cloning of Palpatine, we know how that ends. Right. Like it, it's either they. They delay it. They have a success in stopping it, but only briefly, or they just fail. And I'm like, I don't want to see that story. Yeah. So I agree with you. Like, I I want context. I want the cameos. I want the kind of outside edge integration into the Skywalker Saga story. But, like, I want Mandalorian to stay to its own. Yeah, like, because that's, that's why it's been so appealing so far. It's because sure it's happening in the same universe and it's very well grafted into that shared universe right but at the same time it's it's new it's its own story you know so yeah i, I was talking
1: to i was talking to my brother-in-law about that like how he was saying like he he loves it and there's a lot of lore that like you can fill in but you don't need it as like a a new viewer and he's just worried that like he's worried that's going to take over and then you're going to have to know every single detail about everything to understand the story at the end. Right. And I was like, I hope not. I hope that's not the way they go because like, like Jeremiah, like he wants us to be the point where he becomes a rightful r- ruler of Mandalore and like his new mission after this thing is to go and take back Mandalore. And, it's, yeah. and like, that is a sweet, like, pulling all everything together but then still doing his own thing and i think that's hopefully where they're going like there's definitely things that like in this episode that literally is episode fixes parts of episode eight potentially or like ties in and talks about episode nine and that's way down the road like that's years yeah it's another 25 years yeah so like hopefully it's just like gonna fill some holes for us but then we'll get back to it in a while
0: yeah definitely uh but we should probably start jumping in a scene by scene let's do it yes so starts out mando's kind of floating through space trying to fix his janky razor crest from the inside yep. And he's talking uh to the child i'm like okay where where's the child and he looks over his shoulder and through a little cubby hole down, you know, 10 feet back in a random crawl space. Baby Yoda is pulling cords out and (laughs) trying to fix it when he doesn't know what's going on. And that was just a a great, great scene. Um, Yeah, it was, it was,
1: it was was weird. I was like, wow, child labor at its finest right now. Like,
0: right. All right. And it's, it was just kind of like, what else is he going to do? He knows that, he has to switch these wires way back there, and he can't get there. And I wish I could have saw him, like, make that decision almost in a sense. It's like, I have to try and convince the child to go like, back there for me. Like,
1: go in this hole for me in dungeons.
0: Right. And so that was a cool, and um, it kind of reminded me of in Episode 8, actually, when BB-8 is goes down below in pose X-Wing and is trying to, like, fix the leak or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It kinda of reminds me yeah. where it's a close compacted thing and you're messing with wires, but um I really like that I think it shows that the, the child is Smarter ge- than we think it smarter, is. Smarter, or at least he's he's maturing in his intellectual yeah. capability where he, he knew the difference between red and blue. He just didn't understand now put him in opposite ports. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. so right. I like that, which is great.
1: Yeah. It reminded me of like every time anyone is learning how to jump a car for the first time with their dad like red like black and red don't touch them because you'll get shocked and it was like that kind of moment and i it was more of like that developing moment that we're getting with like him as a father to this child like teaching them some things to learn and like and not understanding it just reminded me of jump starting a car for me it was like i liked
0: it yep and so uh, Mando's like, well, eh, he, the child can't understand. So he's like, well, that's a try, good try. So then the next scene is them eating together. And he's like, well, we're probably going to have to visit some friends and get this ship repaired before we can get to our destination. Um, but they share some soup together, and we see Mando's chin, chin. And part of me was wondering has he shown his chin to the child before in scenes like this one off off screen when they're obviously they eat together all the time. But like, I wonder if this was the first time he showed his chin and like, if this is reflection of what he learned from the
2: past episode. Where, I, would, I would like to think it is the, the the latter of the two of those. Cause, yeah. Cause yeah. They didn't have to show that scene, but they chose to do that right
1: yeah.
0: after the last episode. So I feel like,
1: well, and even the way the child looked at him at some, like, they kept showing it and then they showed the child and he kind of looked up at, at Mando and it was kind of, like, to show, like, this might be a new thing. Like, maybe he's been eating in, like, private and now he's, like, just, like, whatever. And then it seems like he's growing and understanding where his, like, origin of Mandalore is, or Mandalorian's isn't the only way. Like, this yeah. is the way, but, like, not the only way to do things, and I, 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 I think that's what they're trying to portray yeah, and tell us. Something
0: that I forgot to mention last episode um was at the end when Bo-Katan tells where Ahsoka is. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, "This is the way," in a meaning, in a way that was tr- meaningful, and she wasn't lying. Like she wasn't mocking, like she did earlier. And then he says it back. And so for him to say that back goes to show that in that moment, he acknowledged her as a true Mandalorian. And so yeah. at yeah. that moment, he recognizes that, yes, you can be a true Mandalorian and have honor and show your face. Mm-hmm. And so him yeah. showing his chin, at least in this moment, is him growing past the the legalistic aspect of the watch and he's able to see that his honor is through his actions, not through his right. uh, tradition or whatever you want to say. Um, any other thoughts before we move on? All right Not yet. So next scene is back in the tunnels on Navarro, and we see where the mythosaur emblem was on the ceiling, or like a, the... Door frame or whatever going into where the armorer had her shop, and yep. so that that symbol is gone. It was taken, and you look down and there's all these dudes. They weren't. I don't think they were. They were hiding down there, right? Because
2: uh, they were thieves. Yeah, I
0: don't yeah. think cause I mean, all it's that kind stuff like was thieves' den. Yeah, because all that stuff wasn't there before, like all that money and whatever they had. So I think that they they stole all this stuff and brought it down there as a hiding place. And um, this is where Cara Dune shows up and she kicks their butts and she is referred to as the Marshal,
2: which was
0: really cool that like she's in a a leadership position in the town now. And it's also a parallel between the Marshal we saw in chapter nine.
2: So, um, Oh yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And she keeps I, I really enjoyed the the choreography for that. Yeah, because um, I think it really played to her like actual strong suits in real life as a fighter. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I loved I loved the way there were two points where she used the bodies of some of the other ones as shields. Especially right. there was one where she rolled and yeah, used it while she was one. rolling, and I was like, that was that, that was, was cool. very well executed. Yeah.
1: Well, and it was cool to actually see like fire from their clothes actually catch on fire from the laser, which was like, yeah, from like, we, I, I don't, we haven't seen that. Like, I mean, maybe we have, but it's been a while to actually see like these, was, this guy got shot here and it's like little fire from catching on the clothing because the laser was so hot. It
2: was cool. Right. Speaking of fire. Did you guys like the weasel?
1: Oh yes. Speaking of fire, I thought it was cool. Well,
0: I didn't mind it. Speaking of fire, though, since you said, said fire, did you notice yeah. the the concept art in the credits? Yeah. Did you notice that one of their faces
2: was like burned, melted?
0: Yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that, but I noticed that the little weasel breathed yeah. fire. Which yeah, yeah. That's, he's fire. That's was, yeah, that's what I
2: was. That's what I was alluding to. Yeah, but
0: like why didn't they show that in the? I don't
2: know budget like, budget I don't know I it would have been another you could have spent another 1000 bucks to have someone put a realistic I paper. don't know but like do you want to see someone like is it kid friendly to show someone getting their face burnt was anything in that oh. fight scene kid friendly Yeah but it's like, but it's like it's like lasers <laughs> versus like there's there's a separation from reality with lasers, whereas like fire I I feel like is a little bit more grounded in reality. I don't know. It's maybe not. Like, what maybe what I... about
0: when Grief Carga shoots that guy on the top of the thing and like point blank rage and blows him up? <laughs>
1: That wasn't kid-friendly. That's, that, that's a or fair... Or like when Mandel <laughs> threw him off the cliff and he landed right in front of the elevator. That's also fair. You know what? That's fair. That's fair.
2: <laughs> this, this I one mean, we could go has on. Few, this one has a few moments yeah. that are not that are like even well, more not kid-friendly than the yep. other episodes. Yeah, I was
1: like, you keep going. <laughs> like how there's floating naked bodies and these weird things.
2: How there's two scout troopers that accidentally collide and then explode. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, or when yeah when he when she drew in and it was like literally
2: oh yeah was, she grinded the dude yeah this was, this one's intense. actually a really this one's a graphic one <laughs> yeah yep. that one, I was
1: like oh this is cool like still, I was super yeah. happy about
0: still that. less graphic than some Clone Wars episodes scenes but that's, <laughs> that's fair that's fair um all right but next scene uh we see. Mando landing the Razor Crest on Navarro and Grief Karga and Cardoon Dune greet them with a janky ship where the back end doesn't go down all the way. And I just want to say they need to, now we need to start, you know how we started with saying Baby Yoda with the child when we first saw him? I think Grief Karga should be Grandpa Grief now because that was totally a grandpa moment with him and the child that I really like. Wasn't that the best scene ever?
2: I I agree <laughs> it was a nice scene, but I don't think Grandpa Grief is gonna catch on. Gram's grief. Gramps grief. Nope. nope. I like that
1: a little bit more. It rolls nah. out the tongue. No, I,
2: no. It's no, I mean like you know, it was a great moment, but old man carga.
1: <laughs> or, or old man grief. <laughs>
2: I don't <laughs> I mean, you know what? Whatever floats your
0: guys' boats, I guess. All right. Well All I'll right. be referring to him as Grandpa Grief from now on to an eternity, but come on, okay. Gramp Grief. Gramp Grief. Alright, but uh the great they see each other and uh the Mandalorian's like, I need a I need some help. I'm on a mission, but I need my ship restored and um Grandpa Grief is like, I got my two best men to help your help you out, fix your, up your ship. And they go into the town and the two repairmen go to the ship and there's a close up on one guy looking back. Yep. Uh, now on that note, Andrew or not Andrew, Drew, did you recognize that species?
1: I did, but I don't rec- I don't know the name off the top of my head, but I no. do recognize it. And
0: where did you see him once before?
1: I just recognize. That. I don't remember uh, where I've
0: seen it. Uh, he's a character in that species. Is a character in Squadrons, the the video game. That, that oh,
1: game. yeah, it's like yeah. Okay, I can't remember yep. if he was
0: a pilot or if he was actually like a repairman or whatever. But no,
1: he was one of the pilots.
0: Was he one of the pilots? I think so. It might have been. So I recognized that immediately. That was cool. the little Easter egg. Um, but immediately I was like, this guy's up to no good. Did you guys think the same thing?
1: Yeah, it's actually so, a girl. But yeah,
2: was it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a femo.
1: How do you know that? Inside sources, it said. Uh, it was like
0: in the credits or something.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I have resources. It's well, what's the resource? The interwebs. A video I watched on YouTube. Okay, just <laughs> Told say that it a
2: girl. Say that. <clears throat> Um, I like to act like I know things, okay. I find out. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> so I missed I actually missed that. Really? I cut it right away. I was like, oh. Up on his- that person's yes. bad. So so I was actually when, when I when Micaiah, my wife Micaiah and I watched it this morning, um I we we made a, a little little date out of it and we got oh. coffee and Krispy Kreme. Oh, so you're eating and donuts.
1: That's what you were just buying a donut at I, the exact I, moment.
2: I actually reached to get a donut. <laughs> it had to have been because like when not to jump ahead too far, when I got to the end of the episode and I saw the person, I was like, Who the frick is that? Dude, you were just dis- when I, the And
0: then like and it. then
2: when I went back and watched it the second time today, I was like, Oh, okay. All right that's funny if i had been paying more attention at that exact because like i didn't miss any of the rest of the episode it was Nothing. just like just it was that, that one one time. part <laughs> yeah that's
0: funny um
2: but yeah
1: that's why we watch it more than once though
0: that's true yeah
1: just in case for yep. all the parts that we blink you know we gotta rewatch it
0: yep uh and so they enter into the town and the town is booming there's a bunch of it's not Dude, just all grays and nice. browns and blacks, it's all like multicolored There's colorful,
1: like colorful.
0: Um and it's you farmers can te-
1: market. Like, yeah,
0: you can tell that after the Empire was defeated, in a sense, on, in this city, that people were able to have freedom and they could express themselves and they could have a booming town. And um Grandpa Grief, he's the magistrate of the town and so then, and Cardoon is the marshal, as we said. And so I'm like, "This is great." Yep. They have um, a school. Yep. And so the next place to go to is my bad, um, I spoiled that. Um, the school, and there's uh, a protocol droid. Yes, Andrew.
2: Pause. Two things. One, the school is the cantina that got shot up in the season, the first season. Was it?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was what. He that's said. why the like, main. That's why the changed, Mandalore. The-
2: he the was like, side. this place is still standing, yeah. Oh. It's the cantina that uh, Werner Herzog's character yeah. gets destroyed in. Also, uh, right before they walk in, there is a statue of an IG unit mm-hmm. in the background oh, in the was? square. So what yeah. what would have been the big open area where they were fighting the troopers on the other side of the building? They uh, There was an IG statue, and I'm pretty sure it was a so. it paid it was paying homage to ig 11 yeah. and that door that they walked in was the one that the flame trooper walked in mm-hmm. at the end of season one same door yeah isn't that crazy it is i didn't notice that it's just a different side of the building yeah
1: interesting yeah
2: well that's cool <laughs> yeah um
0: so the protocol droid is, is teaching all the kids, and Mando's like, oh, you guys got a school. Uh, school. This is pretty pretty great. And um, uh, Grief is like, all right, we need to talk some business, blah, 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 and we can leave the child here. And Mando's like, wherever the child, I go, the child goes, whatever. And it's like, Carl's like, you have my word. The child is safe here. And Mando trusts her, and they separate. Um, and so the child is sitting in a little desk and he sees some macaroons,
1: macarons,
0: and he's hungry. And that, that kid looks good, yeah. That kid, Dude, was did
1: not want to share,
0: did not want to share. Like, I felt like when I was a kid, teachers like, if you didn't have bring enough snacks for everyone, don't bring any at all, type of
2: thing. Like, yep.
1: If you couldn't can't share with the class, you can't have. Yeah,
2: isn't that? I guess that's not a thing anymore. At least, well, I mean, it's. <clears throat> I guess it's not a thing in a class that's being taught
1: by a protocol droid, though. Also, it's probably not a thing anymore, anyways, because sharing is not good anymore.
0: That that's is true. true. They definitely weren't social distancing in this classroom.
1: No, true. Um, this pre-COVID by a couple hundred years.
0: Yep, uh, and so the child. Asks for a cookie, and he says no, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, fine, I'm just going to use the Force, and I'm going to Force pull it to me. And And you're going to be lost. Yep. And so that scene was cool. Um, But what's interesting is if you watch it with the subtitles on, you can see what the protocol droid is teaching. The Sane. Whole time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that was this interesting. A yep. lot of cool stuff about Kessel and all kinds of stuff.
1: It's like a bunch of planets. And,
2: it was yep. really cool. and there was a lot of, there was a lot of talk about hyperspace lanes that has only really been discussed in novels. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all canon, but, like, it's just not something they talk about in the visual media. Right. And so it was really cool to to see some of that reference, like, the the Hydean way and the Corellian way and stuff like that. Some of those mm-hmm. hyperspace trade routes that, you know, they do, like, especially in the Thrawn books, um, they talk a yep. lot about those. But, but even, uh, even
1: like, the High Republic chapter one that we read, like, also yeah. a podcast yeah. episode, you can go back and check that out, you guys, if you want to. Yeah. But uh, we go over that first chapter and that's pretty much only about hyperspace lanes. That whole yeah. thing.
0: So yeah. it was cool. Um, and this to make a note, um, what we learned in the squadrons video game was, and as reiterated here is that the capital of the new Republic is in Chandrilla. And so um, it's not Heisnian prime yet, which is where it is in episode right. seven. So yeah, it'd be interesting, you know. Maybe in this show, that transition in a future season could happen where they change location. I don't know, um, but
1: something blows up. Something
0: blows up. Do you know up. who
2: is from Shandrilla? Uh,
0: Ben Solo. He was born on there uh, on that planet. Uh, yeah, uh, and that is there was true. there's someone else too. I can't remember. Mon Mothma. That is
1: correct. Mon Mothma.
0: Do you think they could? I wonder if she could make an appearance in this show. That she might, because the actress that was in Rogue One
2: looks exactly like her. I mean, to be fair, she's also the Chancellor at the time, though. Chancellor so, of the New Republic. Is she? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's the Chancellor right at the beginning, because Leia doesn't want the role.
0: Beginning? Of, you blame her. Beginning of what? I, of the start of the, of New, the Republic? New Republic.
2: Yeah. Oh, I is that in a book or something? Uh, Aftermath. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Know that. I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure. I, I, Granted, it's been a while since I've read it, so there might be someone saying, "No, you're wrong," and I might be, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's the she's the chancellor of the New Republic. Uh, right when things are getting going,
0: that'd be cool if if we get like just a quick like cameo of that or something. Like we're like the X-wing people, like get contacted by her for something again, a future episode. That'd be cool. Right. All right. So they leave the school and we meet the Mithra from chapter one, who was put in carbonite.
2: Good old Mithril,
0: And he's, he's the accountant or does accounting work for grief. And so he's working off (laughs) 350 years of debt. Which
1: is because he was doing accounting work in the first place.
0: So, what what I don't understand is why he's in debt to Grief Karga for 350 years
2: because he got creative with some bookkeeping, if you catch my drift, and split with some of the money, which is why in chapter Um. one, Mando goes after the bounty he stole from grief Karga. he was oh, doing books for him that's what it was yeah so oh. he he embezzled money essentially and ran and then mando got him back and that's why he says grief Karga was gracious enough to let him work off his debt oh yep that's why a lot of money. but it's not it's not um it's not like out, it's not explicitly said but he does say he got creative with some bookkeeping and then basically ran okay. for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. I was like that's a weird way of saying something. I was like okay, whatever. But that makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. And that's it, but even then like 350 years, I wonder how that was
2: calculated. Like I don't know. But it does it does make that scene in episode 1 more than just an opening scene to the Mandalorian, oh, to yeah, all yeah. of the Mandalorian, you yeah. know, and like also, it gives it more significance in, in hindsight, which is cool.
0: And it kind of makes more sense. Like when, when Mando goes to collect his bounty, like, have, I don't yeah. have like any money, a lot of money for this. Like, he's like, this isn't enough to cover a gas these days. Like
2: yeah. maybe the reason he couldn't pay him well is because all the money was he stole some money. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, I, I like that. And it, and it also does. He, he does mention the mithral in the bar does mention that he's got a lot of money and that he can pay in like triple. Yep. Yep. Right. So, right. That's cool. Look That's at sweet. that tying up all the yeah, ends.
1: And, and also like, like I said earlier, like
2: his character
1: was way, it, it had a different feel. Did you guys catch that? Or it well, just me?
0: You had a lot more screen time. You didn't have 30 seconds. Yeah, in the I bar. mean, like he, he felt the same to me. He didn't. He didn't annoy me. So he's oh. he never annoyed me. But like he he's he never annoyed me before. But he's definitely a better character now, just yeah. because we see his personality come out, and he's kind of like yeah. the comic relief in this in this uh, story. So I'm just happy that Drew liked him this episode. I, yeah,
1: I, I didn't hate him. Like I wanted to hate him when I saw him. I was like, I was, yeah. and then he he started like talking. I was like, oh, it's fine. Like. It wasn't, I feel like last time he was more like, yeah. like, I don't know, like,
0: ow. Oh. Do you guys know who the, the actor is, though? Yes. And do you know where that actor's from?
2: SNL. Yes.
0: Yeah, comedian, right? Yeah. Yeah. He used to be a lot bigger, too, back in his day, but he's definitely skinnier now.
2: There's Good a lot
1: of comedians in the first season.
2: Yeah. Like the Bill Burr. <laughs> Bill Burr,
1: the guy who picks him up, oh on yeah. that, yep. in episode one.
0: I only recognize that guy from Big Bang Theory. Big he's, Bang like the, Theory. he's like the geologist.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's also like in, like he's on so much stuff.
0: You're right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, so we have the interaction with the mithril, but they explain to him what the reason they need his help is and it's there's an imperial base on the outer edge of what is the safe zone of navarro that is still has activity and see because at first Mando's was like i'm not into this but like when grief is like you know if we get rid of this then this planet is open to be like a trade route like a hub for trading and would make this planet economically like boom and so Mando, he's like, he wants it. He, cause he has ties with this planet. Like it's part of his Mandalorian journey. And so he wants this place to succeed. And he's like, all right, I'm in. Like at first he wasn't, but now he is. And I was like, I really like that, that uh, act of honor that he has. Um, so they, after that, they just jump in the Mithral speeder and they go to the base and this is where a lot of stuff goes down. A lot of action, a lot of story. Um, And so, kind of jump into it, but, you know, they, they break in. First, Mando, he does his jetpack and gets to the top and throws a guy off and opens the door Dear from Lord. above. Which that was pretty dope.
1: I appreciate that he's flying a lot. Like it's not just like a like Wait, a thing.
0: Guys. He
1: flies now. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> I was oh. not trying to make that reference, Andrew, and I apologize. That was not. That's fine. It's no it, fine.
2: For that, it's fine. At it's all. fine.
1: And fine. and um, you know, what might make you feel better about Jeremiah making that joke, Andrew. Don't do it. A cup of coffee.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: That will probably make you feel better about that joke, you know?
2: Well, you're in luck because the second sponsor of today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. (laughs) And now that Uh, the moment (laughs) has been set up for me, I want you to hear a word from that sponsor. Because despite the way I sound, I really enjoy their coffee, and I think you will too, so... Let's uh, take a quick listen to a word about Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. But that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at WesleyAndrews.cc you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. You should do it. Do it.
1: Awesome. All right. So I was just saying, I appreciate that he. it's not just like a thing on his back. Like, they're they're actually using it. And I feel like we haven't seen this a lot, especially for, like, television. Like, it,
2: it takes a lot
1: to do that like visually and they do it really well every time. So I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yep.
0: So Mando, he's able to open the door from the top. And so the Mithral, Kara and grief, they go in and drop, they go all the way to the top. where there's a landing, like a landing pad area. But They also have, um, the transport, like a little transport ship. Is that what it's, is that the same it's ones an that were troop trans. It's a yes. same so one from
2: troop the troop. chapter 7 and 8. Probably, I mean Yeah, I mean it's this it's a similar model to the ones in Rebels too. Oh, well, right. Yeah. It's not they're not entirely the same, but it's it is it's yeah. the same type I of I would thing.
1: say it's probably the same one that we saw in episode 8 because Yeah. That's yeah. probably where they got their backup from so fast.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh. And so Immediately, to Mithra, I was like, "Dude, we could sell this on the black market, and make a lot of money." And he really
1: wants to get out that debt. <laughs> yeah, <and> yeah. <laughs>
0: that's probably what his angle was. Like, I could take fifty years off my. Yep. My thing. So, well, he already lost one hundred. Yeah, had this, by like- bring, driving them up to the, the door, grief already took off a hundred years. So now he's only owes oh, two hundred and fifty at this point. Um, and so they you know they they weasel their way through the base and without getting caught and then they find where the control panel is to turn off the cooling system to cause the facility to overheat and explode
2: and I want to make a quick note that the architects for the empire really don't do a good job I disagree of, of making. Well, okay, but think about it. Yeah, it If is. you're going to say, well, it makes it, it makes it great for people who want to tamper, but if you – okay. what were you going to say? Well,
0: I was going to say it's – if you're going to have a control panel where it's the control, plan, like the control panel to destroy the facility, you want to make it hard to get to and very dangerous to get to
2: so no one actually does it. Well, sure, but if – I would imagine that's not the only way to destroy the facility. Well, like there's got to be other ways to sabotage well, yeah, but the facility. If the,
0: the primary means to uh, destroy it is
2: turn off the cooling system, that's
0: the easiest okay, way to s- do it. But
2: still, the same thing happened with the with the dang tractor beam in a new hope. There are no railings.
1: Well, yeah, because the safety there, want, there's
2: there's there's no all yeah, safety but
1: involved. The, you're applying. But, but
2: but like, what about for the people that actually need to access the the terminals to do they their job? People. They have they have the magnetic uh, shoes. They better freaking have, have, have some hazard accident. pay. That's on pain. They probably,
1: probably, probably fly. or right. I'm
2: saying is, it's it's extremely. That is that is not a good design. I mean, I guess whatever from a certain point of view, I guess it is. But I thought you were talking still, about how it
1: looks, because to me it looks dope in there. Like
2: no 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 no. I wasn't talking about how it looks. I was talking about the practical functionality of, of their their architecture so in putting it. an important terminal on right the backside the of a very wide. Yeah thing that has a small gangplank around it, and yeah. That's fair. Well, it all worked out in the end. That's a that's that's a worker's comp claim waiting to happen. That's well, all yeah, I'm but saying. if you fall down into the lava, you can't make a claim, so... But your family could.
1: Dude, but they're all stolen as ch- kids. Not or- at this no, point.
0: not at this point. That's only the, fir- the first order.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Remember Han
0: Solo? He... He yeah, could yeah, be yeah, recruited yeah. into the Empire.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, so they turn off the thing, and it starts immediately overheating, and like, All right, we got 10 minutes at max to get out. And so they turn some corners, blah, 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 and they run into these two guys at a, another control panel. They're in, like, red and gray um, uniforms,
2: which I don't think we've seen before, have we? I thought they were just the gray and white. They were wearing the uh,
1: same uniforms that were pretty close to Dr. Priestine's uniform. they the
0: yeah. same- I thought it had red on it. Maybe it was just reflection mm-hmm. off the red screen. But I th- I
2: think it was, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. But uh they're like immediately when they see Mando and the team like, all right, destroy, Shoot destroy, it. destroy, it, destroy it, boom, 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 and they start shooting it, and then they both die. And this is where this it gets is interesting.
1: where the fight begins.
0: So ah, (laughs) good one. um, Well, Mando should have been like, "I have a bad feeling about this," but um, (laughs) oh come on.
1: I apologize, guys. We're so punny today. I don't. Oh
0: gosh, we (laughs) are. (laughs) But uh, now, this morning, after I noticed that both of you had watched the episode, I sent a link. Did you happen to click on that link or at least see what that was? It said what it was. Did did you listen to it at all? No. So the music that was playing during this scene. I think it's a misdirection.
1: Oh. Uh, We'll we'll jump
0: into what the scene is, and then we'll talk about our interpretation. And so the music that plays in this scene is very, very similar to Snoke's theme music yep. from the Force Awakens uh, soundtrack. I yep, immediately sure. recognized that. Um, and so in this scene, we see three, I think it was just three tanks or whatever, where there was some sort of body in there. That was, it was a lot more than three. I thought there was a wide shot where there was three cylinders. It
1: was like a wide shot, but you could still see curves. Or It was
0: like six. Okay. Well, anyway. See um, more. We see that there's there's bodies in these containers mm-hmm. in water. Um, they're deformed, like they're not the most elegant of dead bodies. And so, mm. and um, the one that
1: they like slowly zoomed in and looked up at. Yeah, that one literally has this, the same head scar yeah. as Oak does.
0: Yes, it has the same like cavern like in the head. Yes. So I'm like, this is probably. I'm like, this is pointing us towards. Um, what we saw in episode nine with the tanks where there's prototype Snoke bodies that were dead. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we know from episode nine and whatnot, that Snoke was a cloned body was some sort of um, something that was supposed to house Emperor Palpatine's functionality or whatever you want to call it. And so, with Snoke's uh, similar music to Snoke's thing and the similar visuals, and then uh, we hear a recording from Doctor Pershing, which we remember from chapters one and three. Uh, he's the one that was trying to protect the child and care for him, and uh, not let the Empire just just kill it, basically in their experiments. But he's like, we can't do any more experimentation because we're we we do not have any more blood samples. Um, and this transfusion, we can't do anymore. We're out of blood. And it says that, uh, we need to find someone who has, we're probably not going to find someone with the same M count. And so M count, you guys are going to say is.
1: Metachlorians. Metachlorians.
0: And so. Which
1: I'm happy that's still canon.
0: Right. Well, it's not going to stop being canon when it's said in the Phantom Menace. (laughs) yeah.
1: People want to forget about it.
0: I, I just don't understand why people hate that so much. Yeah, but anyway. Um, and so I think that it's giving some sort of backstory to um, Snoke and Emperor's cloning things of himself. Um, especially since we know Dr. Pershing has the Camino symbol on his. Yeah, well, and the
1: two guys that died had the same symbol on their...
0: They did? I didn't see that, but I don't doubt it. But, Andrew, you say this is a misdirection.
2: Why would you say that? I Okay, so uh, I paused it on one of the close-up scenes on my TV, and my wife and I actually looked at it for a second. And I don't think... I think, I think it's too big okay. a reach for them to go the Snoke route. I don't, and and quite frankly, I don't want them. I t- I just don't. I don't want them to try to give him more backstory in the show. I don't. Well, I don't know um, if it's given the
1: backstory. Yeah, I think it's, it's explaining. But I that. will
2: say that when I paused it, the facial structure if you're looking at it on the left side of their face or our right side of the face is very similar to Palpatine's face. Very similar. Like I look at it and I'm like, obviously this is very deformed, Mm -hmm. but this looks more like Palpatine aside from the big head thing that's going on. than it does Snoke.
0: Well, 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 yeah, but we, there's all kinds of, Cloning experiments for the purposes of bringing the Emperor back. And so, yeah. Yeah. like, we see um, in the flashbacks in Episode 9 that Palpatine's actual clone, which was Ray's father, looked like yeah. a regular normal human being, like, didn't look like silk yeah. at all. And so yeah. they're experimenting with different things, and if they're needing uh blood that has midi-chlorians in it obviously they think that you can inf- you can make a body force sensitive so if they're making a clone palpatine and they got to figure out how to put make it force sensitive like yeah. like I I, I It we, is it, go ahead go ahead uh I was gonna say like what we were saying earlier like earlier in the episode about how we don't want it to take over like the Skywalker story to take over the mandalorian story but we want it to add context and give hints and details yeah. like i think that's what it's doing like i don't think it's gonna go straight like snoke story as a, a villain or yeah. anything like that i think but, yeah but i don't think we're gonna see Snoke. They're, they're painting like the base of of the whole snoke
2: cloning emperor palpatine coming back i think that's yeah. gonna be fairly evident i think i think that this was more of a of a nod to Palpatine, because what I think Snoke is, I think Snoke is a successful clone, a deformed successful clone that Palpatine couldn't transfer his essence into, and so he used him as an avatar until he could get a, a suitable body. I think that's what happened. Oh well, yeah, and, and so. I, I, there are like a ton of people that are like, We're, it's Snoke, blah, 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 Snoke, Snoke, Snoke. and I'm like, yes, indirectly. I don't think it's but Snoke
1: think, because it blows up.
2: Well, well sure, but I think – but Snoke it's referencing program. more Snoke than – yeah. Oh, well, I think um,
1: it's – I think I think you're right. Like it's referencing – they're trying to f- get Palpatine back. Snoke, yes. it, they, Snoke was not a clone of Palpatine but was a tool that Palpatine used for his force using. Like, he yeah. was a puppet, literally says it in the book. It says, like, he was a puppet, a Palpatine, yeah. like, trying to hint, like, he was, like, a clone of Palpatine. Like, Palpatine was in control of that situation. So, well, I, sure. think, I think what you said is they're both right. I think it is Snoke. It could be, like, they're Snoke, but it's Palpatine. Snoke right. was a clone of Palpatine, essentially. Like, it's, My- like, the, kind of the same thing.
2: My question is, why is it happening so far out of Palpatine's reach? Physically. Like, I feel like something like this should have been happening. Like, he would have kept that very close. Well, he's dead. What? Well, what do you mean? No, he's not. Well, his... his he, he transferred his essence, remember? Well,
1: yeah, but he can't do anything right now.
0: I... I th- okay, well, I, I think he is influencing... Um, moth Gideon's He's definitely in charge. I, I, yeah, I, sure. I, so, like, I think it's it's not that his because if he can transfer his his essence from the Death Star 2 all the way to Exegol,
2: like mm-hmm. he yeah. can
0: somehow communicate to people, and so like he, it's not like he was the only one. There. Like, he already had a fleet being built there for well, decades.
1: Well, and also got to remember like the first order doesn't necessarily know about Palpatine either right correct and and towards the end of this you see this lady who's wearing an Empire outfit but it very similar looked like it was like in between Empire and the first order and she literally says the I forget the exact line but she said the new order will um, you'll be era. rewarded
2: in the new era. New era. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's like they're already slowly making this transition, but it doesn't mean that they know about Palpatine necessarily fully either. I
0: think people Which are in, the, I think are it's in a need to no know basis. Like yeah, I wouldn't be surprised like, yeah, if so Moff Gideon, know. because he's yeah, the one trying yeah. to get baby yeah. Yoda. Like he knows, mm-hmm. I think it, if anyone, he knows that
2: Palpatine is alive on Exegl. Um, But
1: I think you're both well,
2: right. I thought it was interesting, um, for those of you that know the story of the Force Unleashed 2. Yes, it has a uh, lot of
1: stuff like this involved.
2: Um, it's not canon anymore, but there, there's a huge focus on how, in, in the second Force Unleashed game on how the cloning process for Force users is so flawed. And difficult. And difficult because you can physically clone the body but it's like either the force sensitivity doesn't come out right or the force sensitivity does, but they're like incredibly unstable mentally and emotionally. And so like it's, it's so, so difficult to get correct. And then, so I thought this was interesting because they're essentially bypassing that because they don't have any source material to clone directly from because I don't have any force users And so I thought it was interesting that they're trying to go about it kind of in a roundabout way where they're like, okay, let's get a suitable body and then try to do a blood transfusion with midichlorians and see Mm -hmm. if someone can be made to be force sensitive. You know, I I did think that was really interesting. And I thought that by doing it that way, it did imply that it wasn't as, you know, it wasn't possible the other way. So I thought that was cool.
1: Well, and like, and we got reference of that in eight or nine because Ray's dad was a clone of Palpatine, but he had no force abilities that we know of.
2: Right. Yeah. And but
1: so it like it didn't work. Yeah. But then all of a sudden Ray was able to have it. So it was like kind of weird, right? And so it's like they're they don't have the ability to make Metaclorians fully go into anything. Like they're having issues with this problem. Yeah. That's why they, they're they like he was saying, like the child, the host didn't have enough blood, or they're gonna kill it, and they yeah. need another, they need to try to find another host. Which yeah. I think this has a lot to do with like potential Ahsoka spinoff with them trying to make her the host. Oh, and it could take a weird turn
0: and that's no, think it would be really they're, sick. They're not they're not gonna treat Ahsoka like that. Like that
2: No, I, I doubt
0: that. Like they're gonna of make them her, trying to get no, Hunter like, out. No, that that's gonna that show, if ever if it's true, is gonna be an Ezra focused oh, show. Yeah. Because they're they're not gonna take the same concept and have it in two shows. Like That's true. Like that'd be i would be kinda pissed yeah. if they did that. <laughs> uh don't do my girl like that, like
1: <laughs> but anyway i, um, I just think it's cool like i hope we get like some hints but then we don't need any more like we were saying earlier like we right. just need a little bit like okay this Same. is potential this is how snoke was came about because they kept doing stuff like this but then that's it and that's all we need to know because i don't want to see the first order if you're first order people like kudos but like I don't based on some other
0: things that happen later on in the show I might say first order will be referenced in this but we'll get to that in a few minutes Um, but this recording by Dr. Pershing was addressed to Moff Gideon and Mando's like well this doesn't matter like Moff Gideon's dead dead. and then the Mithral is like no this was recorded three days ago and so now Mando's like panic, like, holy crap, Moff Gaines alive, the child is not being protected right now, so he's, like, takes off, he's like, I'm getting back, I'm taking my jetpack, I can get there faster than a little speeder or whatever, so he just gets out of there, and
1: um which I think thought was really cool, because it adds really intense moment, like, we who knows, like, the child could have been captured, like, we don't know, he left him that was the first time he left him Right. You know, and like it did actually add so, su- like, suspense to me as a viewer, which I really like. Cause a lot of the times with some of this stuff, it adds expense, but then you kind of know, okay, the Mandalorian's not gonna die. Like, there's certain situations, right? That you're like, it's, we, we can get out of this one. But this one, like, who knows? He could have got captured by the time he got back there. And I yeah. really enjoyed that whole yeah. aspect of it. Yeah.
0: And yeah. So the next part of this is. Um, grief, uh, Kara and the Mithril trying to escape themselves. And now, this is something that we kind of I think we mentioned maybe before, I don't know when, but uh, we talked about how the show is always from man, the Mandalorian's perspective, Mando's perspective. And a little bit in the last episode while they were in the the cruiser that was the fr- freighter or whatever, but more so in this now, from this point forward in the episode, Mando is not there. So this is a, yeah. a scene where it's not from the Mandalorian's perspective. This is like a, a cut scene almost in a sense. So this is a different type of scene than we've seen in the show, which was very interesting that it's it took that direction, um, which... Just, i enjoyed it, it it just gives a different feel because mando's not there i yeah, liked it I, it, it I loved it i loved it yeah. yeah
1: love these characters and or especially like grief and cara dune like we love them as characters so for me like i really i was okay with it like i had no issues and like until you just mentioned it i didn't really pay. like i didn't really think about it that much
2: yeah me neither
1: it flowed really nicely. I liked it. Now, I just looked on
0: our Discord. Did you see the picture that Drew posted on Discord? Yes, right I now? was going to say. Andrew, no, you should look at should, that. we
1: should be looking at. It's kind of funny. It, it kind of made a oopsie. Um, oh, oh during, no. <laughs> during this, you guys, as listeners, I can't view this. But during this, they they made it an oops. And... Yeah,
0: um, there's a crew members. There's a crew members arm and leg, arm
1: and leg wearing jeans <laughs> and a t shirt, um, and t shirt in the background.
2: Oof, I guess, that's rough. Just, and, I would have to go I back. Mean, to be fair, I did. I didn't look. I didn't see it. Right when when that was happening, someone so. sent
1: this to me, and that's how. Is that um, so I the mark is
0: 1854? I think it says. Yeah, I should actually pull it up. Yeah, see so right. like I'll have to go back and look at that. But that's just. That's kind of funny, it was kind of funny.
1: I wanted to show that guy
0: now that guy for the rest of his life, I'm like, yeah, I was in Star Wars, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. If he's that not
0: fired, Oh uh, well,
1: that's it's not, his not his fault,
0: that is fault. It's the it's like of yeah.
1: like thrones when they found that Starbucks cup on the counter. You the...
0: Do you see the the Power Rangers one when, like, the, uh, the, there's when the when the no. Megazord is fighting a monster when they're all blown up. Like, there's a kid standing in one of the scenes.
1: Oh my! <laughs> That's a big old kid.
0: Yeah, it's like the, he's like standing <laughs> off to the side, and like while the Megazord and the monster are fighting each other.
1: That's awesome! It's, it's really funny. <laughs> I, no, I haven't seen that one. I should look up. But like the the Game of Thrones one, I remember yeah. that one. It's not a star, it like
0: Starbucks one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the Starbucks. There's another one too. Like the next episode too. Oh, his hand wasn't missing. Um from the, one of the characters in Game of Thrones has a missing hand and oh, one of the scenes his hand was missing and then like literally the next pan, his hand was there, it grew back, and then it was missing again. That's fine. It was yeah, <laughs> it was like this they they had to push that season out way too fast and the quality showed. But anyways.
0: Yeah. So um the three they get back to the landing pad where the transport ship was and they have a little firefight, blah blah blah, and they get into the ship, and they drive off the edge and fall all the way down, the smushing their old. <laughs> and they smashed the Mithril's speeder, which, which I thought
1: was funny as heck.
0: It was funny. I also felt bad for the guy. Like he's just trying to, he's just a simple man making his way through the galaxy and whatever. And he's stealing trying to stealing like, money from people. He's trying to fix his life.
2: Okay. No. It reminded me. Of the cabbage guy from Avatar.
0: Oh, not my cabbages! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For a brief moment, yeah. Awesome. That'd be that's, funny if they yeah. every time, heck, he's in the show. Like if it's like once a season, he's in the show. Like his car it's gets like some something break. gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be funny. And he, he uses that like, oh, you destroyed grief, destroyed my car again. Like that's another ten years off my my debt or something like that. Yeah, that'd yeah, that'd be funny. Um, so they're they're speeding away and uh the speed uh speeders come out the little mm-hmm. and so we, and scout we, troopers yeah and so we see that earlier in the scene when they go through that same yeah. door like we see them parked in a little like slots and so they they all jump on it was like five of them or four of them or something like that that went off the edge
1: well and, and like, like that was like one of the big trailer too like that was a yeah. big scene that was a yeah. way farther drop than i expected
0: Yeah, it was a far drop because they're like, yeah. There's a few seconds where they're like trying to speed down. And I was the one where they, the guy bumps the other one and they both, you know, I, I I laughed. It's funny, but it's like, I laughed. It's like, I was like, oh, so. The one guy would have made it, but the other guy bumped into him and like ruined both their chances. Like,
2: like
0: I guess they both survived. Like, 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 I'd be like so pissed at the other guy. (laughs) Huh?
1: you're dirt biking like racing you know like right. one guy hits you game over <laughs> right. so yeah
0: and so I, I
1: enjoyed the scene it was, yeah, a, it was
0: a really fun scene um seeing because we i'm trying to think because before the show we've only seen those like in action shots in return of the jedi yeah and that's very like they're sitting on a solid thing and the background's changing type of thing Mm
2: -hmm. there there are a few in the prequels but we see like anakin and there are a few where we see clones using them but there it's a different model
0: right yeah and so like seeing this is like live action where it's like you can actually see what this is capable of doing was this reaction for me
1: we've seen that a lot i mean well episode one arch of this season chapter what nine we saw it like a lot
0: yeah that's yeah and they were just going kind of going in straight yeah so, like seeing it I like, really like i guess you could say skilled drivers are using it skillfully yeah, yeah. yeah um was was fun and um grief using the, the gunner position was like reminded me of finn in episode seven when he's trying to figure out the Controls for the um, it kind of reminded me of that where he's trying or to like, he figure it
1: out. and he was trying to figure it out yeah and so yeah. that was his core or, scene so to say, sorry um,
2: I really I really appreciated that when he started shooting he didn't try to hit the ties directly he was going for the cliff faces right I was because I noticed that, that too. that's that's something that one immediately for me showed his skill and his experience yep. but two. It's so much. It was so much better watching that than watching trying watching him try to hit a tie fighter as it's moving quicker than the gun can move. Like I'm so glad that it wasn't just him firing at the tie fighters the whole time because there's no there's no way you, you're going to be able to hit one of those until as we saw they get closer. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I really liked that. like that. It showed I, how smart he was. Yeah,
0: immediately that's why I interpreted it as as him shooting a the cliffs but i also was thinking like later after i was watching the second time I was like well or was he just bad aim and it was just hit he was just hitting the cliffs so i i, I he was hitting the the cliffs consistently though so well you're in a ravine like if you miss a tie well, you're gonna hit the cliff <laughs> so but i you know what i mean like i was wondering like exactly what the directors yeah. were like were they trying to show it as him purposely hitting the cliffs or was it an accident And I th- well it was him he was the director. Oh, yes, Carl Weathers was the director of this episode. Yes,
1: so he, he was hitting the cliffs on purpose.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll go with that. He's
1: not gonna make his character look. Bad. All
0: right, I'll, I'll give I'll give him a call and uh, later, and I'll ask. Uh, him yeah,
1: yeah. you call him up, or I mean, you can just um just text him. You know, you yeah. don't, have uh, Nobody, don't have to call him. That's a lot of work. Nobody calls anymore.
0: But uh, whatever. So they kill all the the, the speeders and. Like we mentioned earlier in the episode, the last guy is on the roof and Grief just turns around and Point Blake blows him up. Which yes. Is pretty funny,
1: if you ask me. Well, My favorite was still when that guy got smushed. Like She just went into it and, like, in my mind I could hear a pop. We didn't, <laughs> but I could hear a pop of his body just exploding flat like a pancake. It was it was it was very was violent, rough.
2: and then and then she very goes she cheers fun. right after it happens, and I was like, oh my gosh! Yeah, she's like, she, she enjoyed that. Yeah, pop um, it. <laughs> well, the thing is, she's killed
0: tons of stormtroopers probably in her life, and so oh,
2: that's nothing. She just this, killed five guys true.
0: earlier. It's like she's trying to, she's stretching her legs a little bit here, where she gets to
1: uh huh
0: do it like run she to do. So after the last of the speeders are destroyed the cool folding wing ties, they, four of those launch. And so, like we mentioned, Grief is trying to shoot these down, blah, blah, blah. And the one thing that kind of annoyed the, the science part of me was when he destroyed that first one, how the wreckage went faster than the tie was flying. And so it. did you notice that? Or do you know what I mean? I, I, nope. Mm-mm. So like he sh- destroys it and it starts going faster and the wreckage just hits the the gun runs into the ship. Like that's oh. not how physics works. That's not how the physics works. Like
2: well, I uh, never would have known that had you not said anything.
0: <laughs> I was like it can't go faster once it's been blown up type of thing. But whatever, that's just it's the galaxy far, far away so it's a little different I guess than here on Earth. Mm-hmm. And so they Their get yeah, there's that too. Um, so they get out of the canyon into the flats, and they're, you can see Navarro, the town, in the far distance, and they're just trying to get and dodging the ties. And the three ties pass over them. And I'm like, okay, I already can get out of this. And one of them gets shot by some starfighter or whatever, like... Now, did you immediately, before you saw the Razor Crest, did you think it was Razor Crest? Or did you think it was... I just thought it was somebody helping him. I didn't know. Part of me was thinking, oh, these are X-Wings that are showing up. Yeah, like, that's what I
1: was thinking. I, thought it, I was thought it was
0: Dave Filoni and the other guy. Like, Yeah, it could have been. That's what yeah. I thought. Um, but then immediately, the Razor Crest came over. I'm like, dang, those repair guys fixed that entire ship in like <laughs> a couple hours. That's pretty... I want them on my team, but... Apparently, mm-hmm. as we'll see later, we don't want them on our team. At least one well, of them, right? Up. And so, um, now this dog fight was great that
2: we saw. I, was, uh, yeah, I really, was, I really enjoyed the it. The
0: reason why this is great is because whenever we see the normal Star Wars star fighting, like it's very like quick cut scenes, very close up. You don't see things from a distance, and um you get to see the scale of this happening. And I really liked it. Um, did you guys ever see the movie Fury?
2: Yes. Just the mm-hmm. World yes. War II tank one. Yep. Yep. Yes. That sc- yep. I, own, I own it. Yeah. yeah. There's, a,
0: there's a scene when the tank crew looks up at the sky and they see all the, the oh, allied yeah, yeah, bombers yeah. coming. Like there's way up there, miles and miles and miles up there. And then you see some fighters from the German side coming to intercept. Like it reminded me of that where you can see it from a distance play out. Yeah. And this was how that scene was for me, where you could see it from a distance play out. And it was a beautifully shot scene. And I wish we had more stuff like this in Star Wars. And it's actually kind of funny. It's a little a little uh spoiler alert, but I kind of have a scene similar to this like wide shot in my Bad Batch fan series that I'm making right now. I just literally wrote it last oh. night. And so it's kind of a coincidence oh. that like <laughs> a wide wow. bar shot of a, a fight or fight happening. So, spoiler alert, I just finished episode four of eight. So I'm halfway done with the season. And this was the fourth, we're on, we're this on is our four way. of eight of this season, too.
1: Oh, Ooh, wow.
0: Dang, this is... Wow, that's cute. The will of the force is... is
1: Strong with you. Strong with you. Young me. Padawan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Razor kills all the ties. Boom. And then... Baby Yoda pukes. He was eating too many of those blue macaroons. I thought that was really funny. He well, was like, he was like, hold
1: on tight, and he was like...
0: Totally like, like roller coaster roller riding.
1: Coaster <laughs> and he, he puked. Oh, well, speaking of that, when when they like dropped down, I literally felt like I was like on a roller coaster watching them when they left that um thing before they bro like it blew up. And I think it would be really cool if Galaxy's Edge like did that where you're like in this thing and you have the scout troopers chasing you on a roller coaster, you know, like that would be a really cool concept. Galaxy's edge. Yeah. Hit me up. if You want more ideas for this, stuff like that? I got you. But.
0: <laughs> um, and so immediately, um, now that the threat is gone, Mando's like, I gotta go. Like, I don't have time to, to stick around. Everyone's like, well, grief is like, I'm going to get you a drink. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I'm sorry. I gotta go. And so Mando, he leaves. Um, and the next scene is a great scene, I think, that really is a good cherry on the top for this, where it goes back yeah. to Navarro and um, I forget it. I forget that we got to remember the names. So we got Wolf, which is Dave Filoni's X Wing pilot, and then Carson. Carson, Captain Carson. Captain Carson. Yeah. So he's there and he's kind of getting, trying to get details from Grief about this Imperial facility being destroyed and what happened. And Grief is like, I don't know anything about this. And Carson's like, well, we know from the data logs that the Razor Crest, blah, blah, blah. And I like, I don't know anything about the Razor Crest. Who's anything about the Razor Crest? Like, I don't know about the Razor What are you talking about? And so it's like this, this whole thing, like they're trying to keep Mandela secret. Like they're not trying to like, um, bet- betray him in any way. And so, and then after that, Carson, when he leaves, he goes to talk to Cara Dune. And this was a great scene about them talking about Alderaan. And yeah, how,
2: yeah, yeah. How
0: she lost her entire family, and he was serving during that time during, you know, A New Hope and all that stuff. And so he's emotionally connected to that event as well. And um, he's, he kind of, like, wants to... He kind of uses that to hint at what his his mission is and i don't know i think some people might gloss past this scene but he says something along the lines of like you know something is going on out here meaning the outer rim, yeah i caught that and you know we can't figure out what's going on unless we get the help of the locals and so he uses yep. you know the connection of Alderon to try and convince her to join the fight again um but you know when he says something is going on out here like i wonder specifically what he's referring to because there's a few different angles you could could go at it could be the mandalorian Dingerian specifically like what is he involved in but also it could be what is moff gideon's things going on out here. Like I, th- I think it's that one. That's a secret. Um, but also, if we were, you know, talking about the sequels, um, like, the First Order is not really known by the galaxy. They're a secret right? there. And, you know, like, the Capital, like, the New Republic doesn't recognize it as a threat. But yeah. Princess, well, General Leia says no, there is a threat out there, and she forms the resistance to try and track that and take them out. And so, like, I wonder what, it, how this is playing into the, the first order um, with grief card or not grief card, um, Moff Gideon's efforts and how that relates to the new order and that the formulation of that and all that stuff. And so, it's more hinting at
2: stuff happening in the sequels. Um, I don't know what you guys of that i could see that i just thought he was talking i just thought he was talking about the remnant of the empire right yeah i'm yeah i
1: think it's more of like just like i want to figure out why there's still empire around like because he was like i saw that like the empire blew up like so they knew potentially that there's empire like that strongholds there because that was a big organization like that was a Like experiment lab, like that was a lab. Yeah, like because I was like, how did you know that this was destroyed? Like, yeah, exactly. Like I want to know that because it's like, did they know that
0: it was there, but they kind of were just kind of watching it from afar, just monitoring things, or Or, yeah,
1: wasn't like they had someone inside, like kind of relaying the message, and like they're gonna act at a certain point. They wanted the bigger picture. They wanted, like, Greek Car or, uh, not Greep carga. They wanted, like, Moff Gideon. Moff instead of ending that tie. Like, so now that thing blew up, so now they have to go about it a different way. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was really interesting that he just, like, knew, and, like, it was, like, bleh. And, like, if you guys saw, like, there's two X-Wings there. Yeah. It was his, and then Dave Filoni was still in his cockpit. Was he so, still in his because yeah. his was okay. open, and then the other one was still closed. Oh, will okay. have to go
0: look at that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, and so Carson and, he leaves, yeah. but before he leaves, he leaves like a a medal or a medallion. Um, so is that? Like I a, have no idea. Is that like a badge or something? Was that like her badge that she wore? I doubt
2: it was
1: hers, I, but I think I it know. was just think, a badge. I think what it was, it was the um, it was the badge given to the um, the the original uh, rebellion troops that fought during uh, New Hope, like during that, like the original group, the Civil War. Yeah, the Civil War group. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's. Like he's literally like, here you go. Like this is for Alderon. This is for your people. Like I try to ha- do my best. Here's my badge. Like well,
2: and I also think he's using it as a way to maybe try to get her to join her the club. New Republic yeah, but, too. Yeah. yeah.
1: But it was cool, and it was cool that they didn't mess with her. Like they didn't try to arrest her. They didn't try to get her on other crimes or anything. Like, and. Like know. Um, it was it was it was a really sweet moment that I feel like a lot of people yeah. are gonna look over, and I kind of did the first viewing, um, but I didn't the second time. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad because this this next scene is like way intense as well.
0: Yeah. So the next yeah. scene is on some imperial um star destroyer type ship, um large ship, and. An officer on a ship gets a message from one of the repair guys that worked on the ship, which was had the close in zoom pause on him. Uh, her. Her, sorry. Um, and so you know, she said she planted a tracker and blah blah blah. And the officer's like, you know, we great we warded in the new era. And so then she goes to Moff Gideon. And says the tracker has been planted, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna be ready for him now. Like we know where he's gonna go." And so, this opens up a lot because I think that mm-hmm. means before we get to like what that's gonna to lead to, I want to discuss <laughs> what were the black suits or robots or I oh, should say droids, not robots. There's,
1: uh, there's Andrew. A, I choose oh, you. Oh, thank
2: you, thank you yes, yep i had my uh I had my yeah, hand raised yeah, for those yeah, of you that couldn't right. see me uh thank you, so did you know uh I learned this um from a video on YouTube that was posted within about forty minutes before we started recording, so it was like very recently oh, this wow. was released, so did you know that there is something called adaptive sound for people who uh, are blind or their their vision is impaired in some way. I did not know this, and I I think this is this is incredible that this exists. But it is something, um, in in the same way closed captions exist for those who have some sort of a hearing uh, impairment, or, uh, or
1: language like they they like to read. Right. It.
2: Correct. Correct. Yes. Yes. Um. To... Yeah. But uh, this exists. Uh, for those who um, have trouble seeing the screen, and so what it is is it essentially narrates. So it doesn't take the place of the dialogue. All of the dialogue and the sound effects are still there, but it narrates. It it merges in narration uh, in the same way that something like an audiobook would. It's very it's similar to that. And in Did this they say scene, what it was. Yes, Dang. in this scene, um, it does mention that Moff Gideon is standing by suits of black armor and it references them, the suits of armor, as dark troopers.
1: I was going to say they're dark troopers,
2: right? Which is, up until now, was an expanded universe thing. Yeah. Um Most notably from uh, the games with Kyle Katarn, or the game with Kyle Katarn, Kyle Katarn, excuse me, I can't talk. Um, and... Most notably, I think it's Dark, fo- yeah, Dark Forces. Yeah. Um, but these, just a brief, a brief, and these these things are crazy. Um, just a brief kind of summary for those of you that don't know, it was a stormtrooper program in the expanding universe under the Empire. There were three phases to this. The first phase was actually entirely a droid. But it was uh, this it was supposed to be this elite like assassin stormtrooper droid. And then the second and the third iterations were mostly... They, they were suits of armor, but they were cybernetic. So the people that were inserted into the armor became cyborgs, essentially. But they were super soldiers. And in the Expanded Universe, dark troopers were incredibly efficient at killing and destroying stuff. Like... I would argue more so than death troopers mm-hmm. because their armor was stronger, their weapons were better, they were they were more resilient and then of course you have the component that you don't have as much human behind the armor. And so there are vulnerabilities there that just aren't present with dark troopers. Now the interesting thing is upon a zoom a zoomed in shot there are pistons uh underneath the head area and the neck area that look like those that would move a droid's head up and down mm-hmm. side to side whatever but it also references those as suits of armor in the adaptive uh listening script Oh yeah it's of the so it has soup armor. and so it is interesting uh, uh it's believed now i think the 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 running theory the newest theory is that these are going to be cyborgs to some extent where they're not entirely droid, but they're but not, they're not entirely, entirely man. Yeah. But this is really cool uh, because one, we're getting a new trooper subunit, which uh, is always fun, you know. It's, but...
1: It's just, you spend more money, but yeah. keep it going. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but this, this really could mean a lot of trouble for the Mandalorian. Well, because if these, if these are as near as deadly as they were in the expanded universe, hmm. they could give him a run for his money. If he doesn't have a Soka with him.
1: Well, as going to say, because in, in the expanded universe games, they actually wielded lightsabers. And some of them did. Yeah. So I'm thinking we're gonna get a dope Ahsoka Mandalorian battle with these dro- like
2: robot things
1: or droid things. I think, well, especially
2: people. because Moff Gideon says we'll be ready for him, and mm-hmm. then you've got this long shot of all of them in this hallway. Of- and so, I think I think we're gonna get a new threat that's mm-hmm. not just Moff Gideon. Which this was this was a, a really nice surprise because. This is like one of the only things that I wasn't expecting to ro- to be a hindrance for the Mandalorian. I wasn't really expecting them to bring in a new type of enemy. You know, yeah. I knew we were going to have Stormtroopers, Moff Gideon, but it, it makes sense because some dark saber action. Have, we
1: have a new type of good guy. We're going to have someone that can use the Force and lightsabers. Like, we know we're going to hopefully see it, soak us And we have other Mandalorians as well that most likely are going to yeah. show up. And they can fight even better than Mando can. So Yeah. They need something. And they keep killing all the they need something. So I think it's really sweet. And I mean, maybe we're all looking at this in the wrong way. And maybe those things that they're experiment on or are just them trying to build these troopers more. And
2: more Well, and more it's these- interesting oh. in in one of the expanded universe uh versions. They were old retired clones that got stuck into oh. suits of armor and couldn't get out. Like they put them in the armor, oh. and that was huge. you're just in the armor. So at this point, oh. that would That's probably so be pretty far fetched because this is post Return of the Jedi, and they had very much phased out clones by then. But I mean, you never I, know. All, of, all I'm saying is, it's cool. It's really yeah. cool. Some of them had, it looked like some of them had weapons like for, yeah. for hands. So like,
1: I think it's going to be dope. We, we have, yeah. we haven't anything yet. You guys like, I think it's going yeah. to, it's going to get good. Yeah. 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 Uh, and um, with that, I have one question. I think we should just end it with one question. Unless, Jeremiah, you have a, something else that you want to say. You're, like, holding your eye open. Like, you're well, so I intense have, right I now. I don't know
0: anything about these. Oh,
1: okay. things, so I have nothing to say. So but. My, my one question for you two. Are we going to see Ahsoka next episode? Yes. because It's
2: possible that we wouldn't, but I think we will. Because
0: okay, his next stop is Corvus. Like
2: and yeah. Dave yeah. Filoni is directing this next episode. Right. True. Sure. I just I want you guys to encourage me
1: mentally, okay? Like like being, I want to see a so good now. <laughs> like because thank you. Thank that,
0: you. That is true that you know obviously he's being tracked, so wherever he goes, they're gonna be there immediately. And yeah. so I I wonder how fast the action is going to occur into the episode, because yeah. like if he arrives, it'll be pretty quick, right? Because if he gets to Corvus, it's gonna take some time to find her. Like, you would assume it's not gonna be like he lands and then she's like,
1: "Yes."
2: I have a theory. Oh, <gasps> so I don't go. think he's gonna find her. I she's think gonna she's find- gonna find him yeah. because there's gonna start- be a battle.
1: He's gonna yep. make a lot of plays and they're gonna just Yep. And guess who else is gonna be there? The three other Mandalorians as well.
2: No. Maybe. I, I just but I think I think they're gonna they're gonna find him fairly quickly. Maybe he's in the process of looking for her, but then I think the Empire's gonna catch up to him. Or, and then or, I think I think we... instead of finding her, she's gonna jump in and start helping him. And it's gonna be it's gonna be similar to when Bo Katan just she's just there. I think we're gonna see Ahsoka just show up and start helping him, maybe. And they're just gonna rip the band-aid off. <laughs> Dude, if we
1: see that also if we see other people that she could be potentially hanging out with. I I really want if if that's gonna happen th- where are gonna I rip think the it's Band-Aid gonna be off, too
0: much. No, if they rip off the band aid and she just shows up to take on those what they call dark troopers, is that what it was? Dark yeah. Dark troopers. If they're gonna rip off the band aid, it's gonna be her with Sabine and Rex. Like I'm,
1: I don't. No, I do not want to see Rex. I'm standing by that. I don't want to see Rex because people don't know that that's not Boba Fett. I do not want to see Rex. Yeah, but
0: they're gonna put a beard on him. He's gonna have white hair and, or he won't
1: have hair at all. Because well, he didn't have hair. And rebels, he was bald. Well, he had a beard. Yeah, close enough. But I, I don't want. I really don't. I I do. But. I know you do, but we already saw Boba. People are not going to understand. Because so, we're probably not going to get into it until next season. Right. So it's just like, I don't.
0: Now, if. So let's say there was 20. Ezra? Those, no, we're not going to see Ezra in this show at all. Um, but if there were, say, 20 of those dark troopers that were in that. Room that G- Moff Gideon was in do you think those are the only ones that he has? Or do you think he has many more than that? Because if there's 20 of them and they get all sent out to kill Mando and Ahsoka shows up, like, she could... He won't he
2: he won't send them all.
1: Uh, he has to have more, probably.
2: Yeah. So I feel like uh- Ahsoka's... Because the way you
0: predict it's going to happen, she's going to come up and she's just going to, like, Demolish
2: them. Demolish them instantly. Like, that's true. I I would really like to see them be more of a threat, though. Maybe they yeah. do have some sort of an energy blade or something. I don't know, but I'd love for them to actually be a threat. Like, obviously, not be more powerful than Ahsoka, but but like, like to, I'd like them to struggle for a bit bef- and not just her show up and wipe the floor with them immediately. Because then, why do you even show us these? If they're just going to be it, it. Cause it's like the, the Sith troopers in the rise of Skywalker. Cause we thought, Oh, these are, these are sick. They're Sith troopers. So maybe they're better than nor-. no. They didn't even emphasize But them. They flew. Like, don't yeah. freaking give, it, it doesn't matter. They, just <laughs> don't give me new freaking super cool. Red troopers. If like, they look so cool. Their armored was, the, the armor was textured and they were like, they're elite. They've, they serve the dark side, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. Then there's nothing. So, I have another don't cool you dare
1: that does nothing.
2: Yeah, don't you dare give me Dark Troopers of all things. Give me giving you're giving me something from the expanded universe that I love. Mm-hmm. Don't do that, and then throw them away. At least give one of them a <laughs> lightsaber and make them surprise Ahsoka by that or something. I don't know. True. but not die. Don't kill her. Oh gosh!
0: If they well, killed no, Ahsoka, I mean no. I well, with but no, 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 no. no. She's
2: she's alive in in the yeah, the, in the Rise of Skywalker. That is true. Right yeah, Skywalker. So th- there's no way. But they maybe can.
1: they cut off one of her things. Oh gosh.
2: No. I, yeah, I guess that's a possibility. I don't know what purpose that would serve, but
1: to show that she almost died maybe Did you, maybe
2: you guys never made a comment on that meme i
0: posted last night of ahsoka getting the child
2: oh, oh. i'm sorry it was because i had already seen it three times on instagram i'm sorry oh okay do you see that, that drew it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't that it wasn't good it was it had already made its round on the star wars uh, meme instagram accounts
1: if you guys don't know what it is huh oh i said i'm looking at it now if you guys don't know what it is, it's. Oh. Um uh, Ray with Mando's hat, and she's handing the lights to her What's actually the child, and ahsoka's face is Luke's, and the child gets thrown over her shoulder. That just <laughs> makes me really mad about other, things. <coughs> but life goes on apparently
2: all right, but yep, so yep. at the end of the day, according to b t s it does
0: next week, I'm fairly confident. I don't know anything about BTS, so I don't know your reference.
2: I'm sorry. They they literally released a song. I don't know the last night
0: thing you just did. So
2: it's a thumb heart. It it doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: Okay. But uh, yes, I'm fairly confident we'll see Ahsoka next episode. And it was kind of funny last night. I had a dream that this morning we were going to see Ahsoka, and they completely made it terrible. Like, it was like a terrible oh, wow. cosplay of Ahsoka and was terrible at trying to fight with the lightsaber. Like, that they was had my a dream. nightmare last night. It was kind of like that. So, I'm really hoping next week they really pull it off on how they do live action Ahsoka.
2: I'm sure they will.
0: But I think we should. I go- believe.
1: Yeah. Well. I think this was a nice long episode. It was a lot, you guys. Like, it was a lot to go over and a lot of potential for future stuff. So, yeah. And if so um, sure. next
0: week, we'll be talking like four or five hours. So, yeah, I so sure hope not. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else, boys? I think the biggest nah, thing I'm is make sure you go out our social medias, make sure you go sign up for that that giveaway. Um and make sure you go check out our YouTube. There's gonna be some sweet new reviews over the week um on Empire Radio um YouTube channel. So make sure you go check out that as well. And um I think that's it. I'm really excited. Um there will be an episode of Empire Radio podcast on Tuesday as well. So make sure if you are a new listener like on Tuesday, we we're talking about something completely different than this, but it's still Star Wars related. And you guys, if you want more Star Wars content, this is you're in the right place. So make sure you you hit that For sub sure. or follow button, whatever the button wants you to push. And um, buckle up, we're here. So, mm-hmm. all right, um, I you have been listening to the Empire Radio, um, going over the Mandalorian season two chapter 11
2: or 12? 12. 12
1: 12 um i've been drew i'm jeremiah and i'm andrew may the force be with you
2: always